The Houston Astros are still cheaters, which means baseball is back to being boring again. The NBA All-Star Game comes in a close second with the continuation of the dunk contest and the three-point contest during the actual game. For a matter of fact, I actually think the NBA is boring unless I'm watching Zion play. The Arizona Coyotes are the real deal. The state of hockey still sucks, but it's all about the XFL. Please stay tuned for another episode of Against the Spread Podcast. It is February 18th, 2020. You are listening to Against the Spread Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Wright. And what a wonderful weekend for sports. Uh, I mean, not just for hockey, for me at least, but also, in my opinion, the XFL. I think they also had another great weekend. Uh, What was it, 35,000 showed up to the Seattle game against the Tampa Bay Vipers. I feel like that's really... That's really good news for them. So, but the first thing I want to get to is the Arizona Coyotes. They ended up playing the New York Rangers two to one yesterday, Monday, February seventeenth. I wasn't able to watch that game, so I can't really talk about that a whole lot and give you my opinion. But I will talk a little bit about the Washington Capitals game last Saturday. The Arizona Coyotes defeated the Washington Capitals three to one last Saturday in Arizona. And this was a big game, in my opinion, for the Arizona Coyotes. They just got off a big road trip through Canada, and they were only able to get three points out of it. They ended up winning, tying, and losing in Ottawa. And that Ottawa game was just embarrassing for them, Uh, just all aspects of the game, especially the goaltending. And the best thing that I saw about this game was Arizona played at a higher pace and they looked a lot better than they did when they were playing at Ottawa. And the key guy for this game was actually their goaltender, Antti Ranta. He had to come up with some big stops throughout the game. I mean, they had six minutes worth of penalties, and when you're on the power play kill against a team that has a player like Alex Ovechkin, I mean, you're just asking for them to score. But the fact that they were able to kill every single penalty was very impressive to me and was very happy that they ended up getting two points out of that. And before I actually created this podcast, I predicted that the Arizona Coyotes were going to make the playoffs. And not just the playoffs, I felt like they were going to place either second or third in the Pacific Division. And right off the bat, they were actually doing really well. They ended up getting in first place. And I was like, man, maybe they'll just stay there. And it's been a long time since we've been at the top. And they had a little falling. I mean, they ended up losing, what, four in a row. And they dropped even out of the wild card. And, you know, now they're back in it. And it's nice to see them in it. And I honestly believe that they'll either get their first wild card or even place third in the Pacific. I would really like them to place third so that they ended up getting a uh, home game or at least home heist advantage throughout the first uh, series in the playoffs. But first they have to take care of business and they play two great teams back to back on the road. They will be playing the Dallas Stars on Wednesday and then turn around and play the St. Louis Blues that Thursday. And if they get at least one win, I will be happy and return back to Arizona to play three games against Tampa Bay, Florida, and Buffalo. But if they can get at least one game out of that and then win those three, I will be happy. And I think they'll do it. I know the Central Division is pretty tough, but I think they'll at least get one win. 
And speaking of this central division, I unfortunately have to talk about this, and I really don't want to. The Minnesota Wild played their first game without Bruce Boudreaux and had their interim head coach in following the loss to the New York Rangers Thursday night. The Wild ended up losing 2-0. Real shocker there. The second goal came from an empty netter, but even though it was an empty netter, I still don't like it when they score. And the Wild outshot the San Jose Sharks 39-21, to and I just don't get it. They couldn't even get one goal past San Jose Sharks goaltender Martin Jones, and he has been struggling all year. And if I remember right, they actually had some key injuries, some big players injured for that game. I actually did not really watch it. I was in and out. The game was boring. Uh, it really sucked. I When you're shooting the puck as many times as they were and you're not getting a goal, it was real boring and irritating, and I just couldn't stand watching them. I know that I said in the previous episode that I'm going to move on and not talk about the coaching situation anymore, but I just can't help myself. And I got to thinking that uh, who could be the next Minnesota Wild head coach? And I think it should be the former Las Vegas Golden Knights coach, Gerard Gallant. I believe that's how you say his name. I think he would actually do very well in Minnesota. The first year as a head coach for the Las Vegas Golden Knights, he went 51-42-7, which placed first in the Pacific, and took him all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals before losing to the Washington Capitals in their inaugural season. The very next season, he took the Knights back to the playoffs, and they lost to the San Jose Sharks in seven games, which I believe that if it wasn't for that one penalty, that big major penalty, and the San Jose Sharks didn't score four goals to take the lead, I think they would have made another deep playoff run. They probably would have went back to the Stanley Cup Finals, but who knows what would have happened. Uh, I know that St. Louis was really hot that year, and it just didn't seem like any team was going to slow them down. But anyways, the general manager for the Minnesota Wild, you can clearly tell that he wants to start rebuilding this team. And I can't think of a better head coach than Gerard. And the reason why I say that is because he took the group of what they call the misfits in the Las Vegas Golden Knights and helped bond and create a really, really good team. And the Minnesota Wild, they're in that weird weird situation where they are a combination of younger players and older players and I honestly think that he would be the one that could get them to play and get them back in the playoffs and get Minnesota where they belong Um, I'm still waiting for them to get at least past the first round or it's been irritating being a Minnesota fan but I will tell you one thing that's not disappointing and irritating and that is my St. Louis Battlehawks they played a really good game Sunday night. Yes, I know that they ended up losing to the Houston Roughnecks, and congratulations to them for going 2-0. But I honestly think that St. Louis should have won that game. Uh, they were the better team that game. And I think Houston, coming out to that fast start, uh, getting St. Louis on their heels, really helped them in the end. But I am very proud of my St. Louis Paddlehawks. For a team that wasn't supposed to do so well this year, they are doing very, very well. And Jordan Ta'amu, I mean, he's been, he has been very impressive this year, or at least the past two games. He has thrown for 284 yards and three touchdowns this past game. Yeah, he had two interceptions. One was really bad. The second one, I believe the guy jumped off sides 
and he hiked the ball and he thought he had a free play and he just threw it up there and it ended up hurting them in the end because Houston ended up scoring and that made it very difficult for the St. Louis Battlehawks. But anyways, they have played two road games in a row and they have been playing very well in those two road games. And even when I watch uh, teams in the NFL, they struggle with back-to-back road games sometimes. And you have to have a very disciplined and talented team in my opinion, to be able to accomplish something like that. And they almost did it. So I'm going to be very excited to watch them play at home for the very first time, which will be this Sunday, February 23rd at 3 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. They will be at home in St. Louis for the first time playing the New York Guardians. And overall, I am very pleased so far in the first two weeks. I'm actually more pleased in the second week than I was in the first week. Uh, Besides the DC Defenders game, it was a really, really good second week for the XFL. And to have 35,000 fans at a Seattle Dragons game against the Tampa Bay Vipers, I think that's a very good sign for the XFL. And those three games, the Tampa Bay versus Seattle, Dallas versus LA, and St. Louis and Houston were very good games. I just think that DC is just a very good team and they're at the top of my list. And I'm actually going to do a little bit of a ranking system. I'm going to rank all eight teams. I will talk a little bit about my picks for week two, where I went right, where I went wrong. I will also do my picks for week three and talk a little bit about my St. Louis Battlehawks and what to expect against uh, the New York Guardians on Sunday. So it's going to be a pretty long uh, podcast next week and I'm very excited to do it. Very, very excited for next week. And actually, uh, between the XFL on hockey and preparing for this podcast, I actually had some time, a little bit of time, to watch some college basketball. I think I mentioned it in my previous podcast. I haven't really been talking about college basketball, and a part of it is that uh, it's just not entertaining or as entertaining as uh, it usually is. I was able to watch a couple games last weekend, uh, the Michigan State Maryland. Uh, that one was, you know, I was in between that game and the Minnesota Wild game, so I didn't really get a good grasp of both games. I was just more curious to see what happened to Michigan State because at one point they were ranked number one in the nation, and now they're not even ranked, and they are continuing to lose at home. Um, and the other game was Minnesota versus Iowa, and what a very, very, very disappointing game for Minnesota. Uh, they were up. I think they were up by 10 with like five minutes to go. And Minnesota didn't score that entire last five minutes of the game. Uh, They ended up having a chance to tie it. They had a one-and-one. If they made both of them, they would have ended up tying the game. I think there was like two or three seconds left on the uh, play clock. They ended up missing the first one, and Iowa got the rebound and was able to run down the clock to win the game. So that was very disappointing. And what a very disappointing uh, college basketball season it has been in my opinion I hope it gets better but we will see Um, I just know that there's been over five teams ranked number one in the nation and uh, that have lost as the number one seed or the number one team and that makes me question is you know Baylor is ranked number one right now are they actually the best team in the nation and what about Santa like San Diego State they are undefeated and they are ranked fourth in the nation. I'm kind of curious why, like what separates them from Baylor? I haven't been able to see either of them, so there's a little bit of curiosity there. And really, the only good game this year has been Duke and North Carolina. 
uh, coming down to the very end like that. I mean, usually they're always a really close game, but that's the only game that I have really uh, have really enjoyed this year in college basketball. Speaking of games that I've really enjoyed for this weekend, I am actually going to pick the Arizona Coyotes as the game I have really enjoyed watching over the weekend. Done beating the Washington Capitals to get back on that winning streak has been awesome. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this team continuing their win streak and make it to the playoffs. And once again, thanks for listening. Uh, You must be really bored or just somehow stumbled across my podcast. But if you would like to come back, that'd be really great. I hope you really enjoy this just as much as I do. Thanks again.